All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to the Voice Notes podcast, the sporadic Voice Notes podcast with your supposed host, Liam South, me. Um, how's it going everyone? Been a while, it's been about a month and a half, these are the kind of uh, monthly podcasts now, sort of monthly catch-ups. They've catch, catch um, gone for a while but they're still, not the, they're still the same, still can't speak. Um, yeah, how's it going everyone? Um, it's been, it's, yeah, it's been, been a fair amount, just been... The same, same excuse as last time. Very, very busy. Very tired most of the time, and just felt like I've not really been able to um, give you anything substantial. Um, I've, I've had a very substantial weekend. I basically had a had a had a weekend for the books. I had a great weekend there, so I, I thought I'd jump on and hop on and tell you about it. But yeah, no, just uh, same old, same old work, working, and just fucking being the cap, the captain of the boring team, just captain of the port, captain of the um, HMS Skints, and um, uh, the boring team as well. So, yeah, that's me. That's my life now. Um, but yeah, weekends. The weekend is over. A few other things to cover as well. Like we'll talk about the end of the football season. We'll cover that now, actually, um, and that will coincide with the weekends. Uh, end of the football season. Uh, obviously, Premier League fit season is finished. Uh, the everything, every final has been played now. The Champions League final, the Europa League final, and like the Conference final. It's weird. Still weird that the FA Cup is played before the Champions League final. Now it's really strange, isn't it? Um, and it's played with games left to go in the season. It's like I don't know why. That's it's obviously a money thing. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that's why. But it just feels weird when you see the FA Cup final. And there's still like two games left to play. Just just feels a bit just feels wrong. And and it's just it's before the Champions League final as well. So the Champions League final is officially like the last game of the season of the of the football the, the crescendo of the football season. But yeah, uh, Manchester City won the league. Um, I don't need I, you don't need me to tell you this. You've probably seen it before. Uh, Man City won the league. Amazing last day. Liverpool come a close second. Another great title race again. More of the same next year, please. Hopefully, a few more horses can be chucked into that race. I'm going to put my money on Spurs. I reckon if Son has another 20 odd goal season, if Kane picks up in a World Cup year before the World Cup, if he catches fire, then that'll be amazing. They add if they try and get that Kulajewski on a permanent deal then that'll be very very good business they've already signed Perisic as well um, fuck Perisic and yeah they've just got a very good team they've got the best manager outside you know Klopp and Pep so I think they're I think they're bound to win something this year I think they're bound to win something I think they'll get top four again as long as they've got that manager as long as they've got Conte I think they'll they'll do very very well so I think players will want to play for him as well. Harry Kane seems to be... And obviously the noise will be gone now because fucking Haaland's off to Man City. That's all done. And so is that um, Julian Alvarez, which I've not seen, but he's like... Everyone's like saying, oh my God, six goals. Like, yeah, he scored six goals and we'll see. We'll soon, we'll soon see what he's fucking made of. But anyway, um, uh, the FA Cup, that was already then. That's that's already been passed. Liverpool won that on pens. And so did fucking 
<clears throat> what is it? Fucking, uh, who is it? Bloody, I'm, I've been completely thrown off by my housemate so many messages um, next door next door neighbour's door is ajar by the way it's just like a little bit open and the person we know from there is in France right now so anyway um, bloody what was I talking about yeah FA Cup's done um, everything's done from a Crystal Palace point of view a very very good season obviously um, came 12th but I don't think that tells the whole story of the season I think we were we played much better football throughout the season. I've been glad. I've been I love Patrick Vieira. The sort of style style of football we played. We were never really beaten. We were never battered either. Like just you look at the season compared to last season or the last few seasons, um, we would get absolutely trounced. Like the season before this one, we got fucking pumped seven nil at home. Like that is a complete alien concept now. And this like not completely alien, but like it wasn't going to happen this season. I think the biggest scoreline we lost by was 3-0 I think that was Liverpool away and even that was like a kind of wasn't even a 3-0 game so and that was early in the season that was like the first in the first five games or something so we've had a very very good season like a lot of the one thing to kind of moan about if you can moan about it really um, is of course you can find everything to moan about but the game management that needs to get better and that needs to kind of really tighten up like the Everton game was a pure prime example of that, like just giving up, a, like folding like a deck of cards, you know, giving away a two goal lead. It was just piss, pish poor. And, um, but yeah, just great results against the big clubs. Like we beat Spurs, we beat Arsenal, we, we took, you know, four points off Man City. We didn't, we didn't concede a fucking goal against Man City. We took four points against Arsenal, sorry. Um, lost against Liverpool twice, but like the second time very narrowly. Um, I beat you know really good teams who were on a really good run at the time like Wolves played you know beat them twice um, and we beat Man United as well on the last game of the season obviously Man United aren't what they were but like it's still Man United and they still have the players you know they, they, they have players that should be beating us um, and obviously their season was absolute shit but anyway um, in terms of Palace yeah, I think more of the same next year. Just kind of, I think, just tying it up a bit. The players we brought in was fantastic. I said that from day one. Uh, obviously, standouts like Conor Gallagher. I thought, obviously, you know, absolutely amazing season. He seems to have like said his goodbyes on Instagram. You know, obviously, you can't get you can't get too attached to a lone player because they're not yours, are they? So, obviously, I'll, I'll always love him and always want him to the, wish for the best. Wish him the best. Um, but it's very unlikely that he, uh, you know, I'm wishful thinking. My heart says yeah, but my head says no. I think if we were to chuck some money at it, if you look at it, then hopefully we'll be able to to get something because there's genuine like if I just cannot see him. I can see him going somewhere else, but I cannot see him starting in that Chelsea team. Is a hit. They've got a history of that with like players like Loftus Cheek. He's only just started getting into the team after five years, so. It, I wouldn't be surprised if he went out on loan again. Hopefully, we can try and get him out on loan again because obviously he, you know, knows that he's going to be completely supported at the club. Not to say he's not going to be completely supported at Chelsea, but big big clubs like Chelsea can often forget players like that. Um, maybe that sounds completely ignorant, but you know, it's, it usually is the case. Just look at yeah, look at players like you know Tamor, the players they've let go, Tamore, Abraham. You know, Loftus-Cheek is still there, but you know, how long has it taken him to? to get into the, to the first team when he played for us that season 
and he was hard, he was injured for a lot of the season oh, I'm going off a complete tangent but you know he went to the World Cup off the back of the season with us it should have been he should have been ready to roll he should have been like kind of continuously roll I don't know the ins and outs he could have been injured and whatnot. but uh, yeah sort of you could you could argue he's wasted a few years of his career you know sitting on the bench getting loaned out to teams like Fulham where you know he wasn't really setting the world on fire you know it's Fulham at the end of the day um, no disrespect to Fulham but anyway, the yeah, I digress. The Conor Gallagher thing. Hopefully, there's legs. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, transfer back to us or a loan back to us has legs. I just cannot. If he, I can see him going somewhere else though. If if he, if you know, if we don't get him, because I just cannot see him getting into that team. I can't see him pushing in front of, uh, you know, Kovacic, Kante, Mason, Mason Mount, the Golden Boy. You can't, you know, and. You know they're all really good players, but he's just as—he's he, a Champions League player. Conor Gallagher should be playing at the highest level, so and he's not going to get that for with the greatest will and wishes in the world. He's not going to get that at uh, Crystal Palace, is he? But all in all, an amazing season. My sort of player of this season behind Gallagher, probably well, just Gerhi or Mitchell. Um, obviously, two standouts. They got into the England squad. They're England—they're in the England squad, I believe, uh, for the Nations League, which is amazing for like from my point of view as a Palace fan like you know seeing three players and two actual Palace players in you know the in the England setup it's, it's, it's amazing so you know fantastic for them and they're, all, they're both on like five year deals um, Anderson was a great signing as well players like you know unsung here like Will Hughes was a really good signing um, and other players that kind of stood out as well like stepped up like answered the bell like Jack Butland when he played you know really did play well a little bit you know, dodgy here and there, but you can't really have any real complaints. Um, standout was obviously the the save against Brighton in the in the league, uh, the penalty. He completely stood on his head that game. But all in all, a great year for Palace. It's just like getting over those little games. Like when we beat Watford when we when we sent Watford down here. Um, that was a one nil sort of hard hard fought win. Didn't really play that well, but. I remember the Leeds game where we should have won, we should have really won comfortably, and they were not like Leeds were just so much worse than us. We were the better team, and Leeds weren't great at all. It's just those games there we should really be, you know, trying to close out and trying to trying to see see out really. But you know, it was always going to be a transitional season, like I've said before. It was always going to be, um, you know, a season of season of first, so kind of you know a really experimental season. And also a big fucking two two fingers up and two whatever um, to all the bookies. Obviously said you know we'd go down all that stuff. So which is fair enough at the start of the season, but fuck you. Um, more of the same next year, please. Hopefully try and break into the top ten and then work from there. So yeah, and an FA Cup semi final as well. That was that that was all, that's all, that was that was an amazing day. Obviously you know we lost, but great day out sort of thing. And people are going to say oh small club mentality. Fuck off. Um, Great achievement for us to get to to the semi to a semi final after a really good domestic season. Um, what else happened? Obviously, the big one, the Champions League final. Liverpool lost. Um, the chances of we already covered them uh, losing the league in the last day. Oh, ridiculous last day of the season. Uh, quadruple dreams over. <coughs> in a bit of a bore, like it wasn't really boring that game. It was just quite a. Frustrating because I have money on it, but you know, Madrid. Obviously, I I would like to have seen Madrid one. 
Uh, to be fair, I wasn't really that fussed, to be honest with you. Like, it just, whoever would have won it would, whatever. Um, but it's, you know, these champ- the last three Champions League finals, I think, have all ended 1-0. So it's a very what you think is going to be the most amazing game ever if it was city if it was going to be if it was city liverpool that would have been two or three that would have been i reckon 2-2 and inter extra time sort of, that sort of game that would have been a, that would have been an amazing amazing game and i would lo- i think everyone would love to see that i think just that would be the sort of dream final because they are the two best well the two best teams in the country um, I'm not going to go full Michael Owen and say liverpool are the best team in europe well you know they're not they would have won the fucking champions league um but talk about how much of a clown he is. I, I always kind of try and back up Michael Owen and think like, do you know what, he's a legend and like, fuck everyone else. But he doesn't have fucking help himself sometimes. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, but yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, it was ridiculous. And that was literally like the LFC broadcast the other day, the LFC TV broadcast. They had everyone on there. Um, so yeah, Liverpool lost the final. Um Obviously, it's another. It's like still, it's impressive to get into the Champions League. Like, was that the third Champions League final in four or five years? I think it's third in five, three and five. That's still that's pretty fucking dope. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens next season. The Premier League. Kind of glad that football's over a little bit. Um, because you're probably thinking, what the fuck? So we talk about, but yeah, because you you need a break from it every now and again, don't you? Just, and it's a shame that we're not sort of gearing up to get into a World Cup in the summer. It's going to be in the winter, which is going to be a bit strange. But I say now it'll probably be. It'll, I'm saying now it'll oh, it feel strange. But when it's in amongst it, and when you're watching games all the time, it, it won't be strange, will it? You just it'll just feel normal. Just be it'd be freezing. Um, uh, Rangers lost in Seville to Frankfurt. Roma beat in whoever the hell. And the weekend I had, which, which leads me to the, week, the the great weekend I had. Um, a bit more football talk, but like, we'll obviously, just talk about going whatever. Uh, Friday night, I was I was at the fucking Royal Albert Hall, which was class. Uh, I'd never been there. I never. I've never. Like, it's one of them places you just don't think, but you're really gonna ever go. Because, I don't know, they do all sorts of events there, but I just think, I don't know, it's a bit too fancy for me. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think that I'm, like, what what sort of, like, farm animal like me is going to fucking be doing in the old Royal Albert Hall. Um, but it was, because they do, obviously, the I, I associate the Royal Albert Hall with, like, you know, the proms. You know, they do that every single year, and it's, like, the big band and all that stuff, and they just, it's, everyone's fucking going nuts and just wanking over the Queen. Um... And don't they have the Royal Variety show there? They have everything. I just associate, obviously, it's the Royal Albert Hall, but they have, like, loads of just stuff there, like, which I just associate with just it being, like, posh events. Just thinking, like, yeah, you could probably easily get a ticket, but it'd just be full of fucking wankers. So, I... But we went to see Lord of the Rings, which is a screening of The Fellowship of the Ring, Um at the Royal Albert Hall with the orchestra playing the music while the film is on. So, and that was fucking sick. That was so good. I, I, me and my mates who went there, we'd seen the, we've seen the film a thousand times already, so we don't really, we're kind of watching it, but not watching it. We're sort of just, I'm, for me, I'm just sort of looking around, taking it all in, just like, oh my God, how have I got on here? Lowly old me. And I was thinking, oh my God, this is sick. Like, because it's just a nice place, because we were, where we were, we didn't actually sit. If you've been to the Albert Hall, you'll know this. There are non-sitting or non-seated parts 
in the like right at the top in the nosebleeds. So that's where we were. We we're in the cheap seats, and we were sort of like on the balcony of it. So we're looking down on the whole thing, and obviously there's just all seating around it. Obviously, so obviously, and so we're just watching it all round. And then we fucking, but that was that was a obviously that was a bit of a pain. Obviously standing up for three and a half hours, but it was good to kind of the vantage point was just great because you could just want like if because you know what's going on in the film, you just sort of what your eyes just wander and you sort of have a look in this like absolutely magnificent building. So that was a treat um, for the eyes and for the ears because the, the orchestra you. It was a massive band, like bloody great big, bloody great big band, and you could go away with a bit more of appreciation with um, what goes into a soundtrack like a film, but a film like that, and probably soundtrack anyway, like original scores, because it's a fucking huge. And they're like on job. They had an intermission, but they're on job. Like it's a hell of a. I'll say to the boys, it's a hell of a shift for these lot. Like, like for three, three and a half hours, you have to be on the whole time. Uh, they had like singers there for the, you know, the bits in, uh, you know, when Frodo nearly dies, and when Liv Tyler saves him. Fun fact: that was my first. I won't say that. Um, I'll say that again some other time. But anyway, uh, when Liv Tyler saves Fingerjiggy uh, Frodo, and it's like. Whoa! like that when he she thinks he, she's lost him um but then they go to the rivendale and he's alive uh spoiler um but yeah it was just when we left like 45 minutes um to go really we left after after moria and when they got to the forest where kate blanchett loses her she has a bit of a fucking paddy she gives him a bit of a spray so we after gandalf died we went well "Quote unquote died." Um, he, we, we just left pretty much because we were like, and because where we were, we couldn't really see much because ev- we got to the Royal Albert Hall at twenty-five past seven, and the show starts at half seven. So everyone had there, everyone had been there for for ages, like primed their sort of positions, especially in the standing areas. So we were like to the side, we could see the screen, but there was a fucking big like speaker in the way. So we're like fuck's sake, but we're we're having a laugh. We're kind of just kind of giggling and pissing about, really, like 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 a bunch of schoolboys. So that was fun. That was just a funny night. It was just a really good night um, uh, with the boys. Um, and then had a few drinks afterwards. And then because that was just a, yeah, it was a nice Friday night. Nice thing to kick off the weekend. Also, I went to the Crystal Maze with work at the weekend, which was sick. It was like that was on the Friday, so the end of the first quarter. Went to the Crystal Maze with my colleagues, and we obviously we put into teams, and we obviously have to obviously you know the Crystal Maze you have to collect crystals after completing tasks, um, and it was sick. It was class. It was like it was the whole set was amazing. Um, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I didn't think it would be like that realistic, to like compared to the old show. So yeah, it was very very good. So you got and you've got like a someone you've got a someone wandering you around the whole. Um, course uh being a bit like weird and cheeky and kind of just, in, just kind of insulting you the whole way really just making just playing on your insecurities pretty much yeah but it was good fun it was really really good fun so it was a great way to kick off and then on the way to the albert hall on the friday but uh the saturday i went down i went up to my to my old stomping ground I went back to, went, went back up to nottingham um for the playoff final on sunday 
obviously the plane at Wembley we couldn't get tickets so we just did the next best thing booked out a table at a bar Oz Bar in Nottingham shout out and then uh, we watched the final there so we watched the Champions League final at my mate Connor's house which you all know from the podcast uh, his brand new home really very very nice house and we watched the yeah watched the Champions League final that night and then watched a couple of episodes of fucking Game of Thrones because you know we fucking mad for it and then the Sunday we watched the final uh, the playoff final and it was great being in Nottingham again I loved I love Nottingham I'll always love I love I'll always love going back there <clears throat> but it was great being in Nottingham watching watching Nottingham Forest go up again like that's the first time in someone like Connor who supported Forest the whole life and people my age who have like Forest fans who would be my age supporting them their whole life they've only they probably can't remember the last time uh, it was 23 years ago they, they, they wouldn't have remembered um, Forrest in the Premier League or like have any vivid memories at all it's all been pretty terrible <laughs> I guess as a kind of if you're a Forest fan the last 23 years it's not been you know they were relegated to League One at one point um, you know this is the first time in the playoffs for them since 2011 I think 2012 so <clears throat> and that ended in obviously that ended in heartbreak, heartbreak like it was, you know, and you really do get it. Nottingham is, I've always said this about Nottingham. It's an amazing sports city. Like, if you're a sports fan, like, it's primed for you to just go. You can go watch Forest if you can't watch Forest. You go watch County in the summer. You watch the cricket at fucking Trent Bridge. And throughout the year, you've got the ice hockey as well in the Motor Point Arena. You're not, you're not just watching ice hockey in a fucking leisure centre. You're watching it in a natural arena. So... And that's and it's not just like half empty seats. It's like it sells out quite frequently. So it's always an, and it's always an amazing atmosphere. Like the the grounds are like on the, like you get off the station if you're coming into Nottingham as an away fan or if you're from Nottingham if you're whereabouts you, wherever you live if you live close to the ground it's you know it's a great walk across the it's one of the best walks in football that walking across the Trent on the bridge um, and you see for you see the the city ground in the corner but it was amazing seeing like the scenes afterwards it really was great to kind of be a part of that and they're sort of my adopted second team after living there for so long and it was just it just it's just nice being it's something that makes that many people so so happy it's just a very very heartwarming thing obviously you can't help but get kind of mixed up and get caught up in it so Adam had an amazing time um with that like I got the yeah I got the coach up to Nottingham, which wasn't too bad actually. I nearly fucking missed it. I was like cut it too fine. Uh, I got the bus from Victoria Coach Station and where I live in Clapham. I got the got the tube and then I got to Victoria and I was like I got to, my bus was my coach was at half nine, so I got to Victoria Tube Station at like quarter past or like seventeen past nine. So I'm running the whole time to the thing this is, shows how fit I am as well but it was boiling hot I'd never been to Victoria Coach Station before I just assumed it was like there I just assumed it was just like round the corner but I was just like running and I was like kept on running in different directions and I just kept on passing where's Victoria Coach Station where the hell is it and then I was like oh yeah it's round there mate so I went round there and it still fucking wasn't there so I was like I was just very dis- like disorientated I got there in the nick of time um, and I was just sweating my ass off a woman who was sitting in front of me 
she definitely felt she, she, I must have stanked to high heaven because she moved she she literally got up and moved so yeah apologies to apologies to you madam but yeah I was I was in a yeah from my own fault I was in an absolute rush wait a sec oh that's a stinker um <laughs> fuck we had and then the coach was easy enough on as we got into Nottingham if you're familiar with those sort of I don't know what road it was on but it was like where you can it's near the airport so near East, East Midlands airport it was on a roundabout there was a car literally stopped on the turning of the roundabout like just as you go and turn on the roundabout it just stopped there was a taxi cab and there was this massive guy outside the thing with his knob out having a piss on the road I was like what the, he's not even pulled over to the side of the road and took a piss he's got his massive by the way fucking bloody great big hammer on him Jesus Christ um, and he's just like joking about with his mates in the cab it's like fuck me um, so yeah it was it was lights out um, uh, on on the fucking roads to Nottingham uh, <clears throat> obviously yeah get there but then yeah the sun, the Sunday was a great day like Market Square <clears throat> was an amazing like just a, a great atmosphere and the day after like on Monday yesterday was just great scenes like there was just had so many thousands of people in there like, because if you've seen films like, you know, I believe in miracles, um, and just pictures. If you're if you're a Forest fan, uh, you know you've always grown up seeing pictures of, you know, uh, the European Cup winning sides with Cluffy on the old Market Square and the sort of building at top, like with thousands of people, you know, on the bus coach rides as well. Like, it's a, it's a it's a pure. It, it, it was great. It looked. Great. It must have been amazing for 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 Forest fans of you know a certain age, obviously, where they can remember the really like famous times for forest and stuff but yeah it was just great seeing um loads of people happy just it was just really nice it was really heartwarming and um i was happy for my friends i was happy for um uh and friends as well who were there um uh at wembley it looked it looked amazing it looked like a great atmosphere and it's great having forest back in the premier league like having a, a genuinely big club in the premier league um and that's because i wanted leeds to say up for that for that I'm not a massive. I think I don't. Know, I don't really hate Leeds. I think yeah, they're a bit annoying, but so is every other fucking fan base. Like I'm probably a bit of a twat. I definitely am a bit of a twat. But like I don't really care. Like I don't really hate Leeds. There's not many teams I hate anymore, really. Yeah, I don't like a few teams, but it's like to say I hate a certain team or a fan base is just a bit. Actually, fuck Stoke. I don't like Stoke. Um, fuck them. And up the Vale, they went up as well at the weekend. They beat Mansfield. But anyway, um, yeah, I wanted Leeds to stay up because they're 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 a big club as well. You know, they should be in the Premier League. Villa as well, it's been great. Obviously, you know, they stayed. They they were far from they were far from uh, they weren't anywhere near the relegation zone. Um, and obviously Everton as well. I don't really care for Everton that much, but it was good to see them stay up. Even though it would have been good to have a bit of like drama, like a properly. That probably would have been the biggest club I've seen go down ever in my lifetime. Obviously, you could argue Leeds or Villa um, or even Newcastle, but like, just think because Everton have not been out of the top division. I think it's them and Arsenal, the only team who've never been, who haven't been relegated in like how like. I think they're the only team. Obviously, the Premier League era is obviously Man United, Liverpool, and those guys. They've never been relegated, but I think it's Arsenal and Everton. Who've remained in the top flight for fucking thousands of thousands of years, um, a long, long, a long time. 
So it's good seeing like big clubs like that um, stay up and big clubs like Forest go up. And it's great to see fucking Norwich go down, Watford and Burnley. Fuck all those three clubs. Um, and I'm happy for Sunderland to go back to the championship as well. Like They're a massive club. They shouldn't really be in League One. Uh, I've not really kept about that yet. They shouldn't, yeah, but like I said, they're too big for League One. Um, but, you know, Derby are in League One now, so... <laughs> um, and yeah, just it was a, it was just fantastic, brilliant weekend for the books. Uh, hungover bus coach a coach drive um, yesterday at the day off work. Um, people in work were saying, "Oh, how was your day off?" I was like, "I was kind of travelling for most of it on the coach." So it was like from half nine till got back here about got back to my flat about two o'clock. So yeah, it was um, and then sort of just monged out for the rest of the day, but. And it's a short week, really short week. It's the Jubilee weekend. Oh my god! Um, Thursday and the Friday off. That's mad. That's a, that's a great little treat. She might as well have just given us the, the Monday off as well. Come on, Liz. Um, after all we've been through. Anyway, um, yeah, bank holiday weekends. Uh, they seem to have come really thick and fast this year. Um, I probably say that every single year, but the last bank holiday is after this is August, isn't it? Um, the last official bank holiday is Christmas and New Year, but no one really counts them as bank because it's like, you know, you've got to have Christmas off, you know, just, what the fuck? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Jubilee weekends, short week. Tomorrow is Friday, pretty much, and it's Wednesday. It's crazy. It's nuts. I, this, but everyone um, really missed, well, I, I say props to everyone at the start of the year who took like the full, like say, Take taking like three days off of annual leave, um, or like even yeah, yeah, three days off annual leave and then going on holiday or something like that and using like whatever. So, just being clever with annual leave, it's, that's such a grown up thing to do when you find out like you have to be if you run out of uh, or say if like at the start of the year you book too much annual leave, then you have to start being clever with your annual leave, like using like utilizing them bank holidays. That's where they really sort the men. The, bo- the men from the boys when you you know start shuffling and shaking about with it so yeah I'm completely gone off in a tangent um, I've, I've, I've gone off in several tangents but um, yeah amazing weekend in Nottingham in London uh, back in London now back on grind but only for a short period of time because it's the bank holiday weekend I feel like I've just repeated that I've said about four different variations of what I just said so apologies um, polishes ever on the voice notes podcast um, but yeah no I will leave you guys now I will and I'm, I'm being genuinely serious I will have more regular um, programs because you know I've listened to a few um, podcasts recently and it's sort of like the people on those podcasts have sort of been able to articulate how I really feel about you know doing podcasts and all that stuff. And you know, I do it for obviously. I have to kind of believe my own bullshit because I I do this on my own. So I'm I'm just basically for the majority of the time I'm doing it on my own. So I have to believe my own bullshit and I have to sort of like what I say as well. Which um uh, for someone who's so delf self delf deprecating self deprecating, um no wonder I hate myself. I can't speak. Um, yeah, it's just sort of important. So sometimes I'm just a bit too tired, sometimes not. But hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, I've got, I've hopefully got a big interview coming up soon. Nottingham Forest related. Uh, no, I'm not interviewing any of the players. It's to do with a guy who's a fan of Forest and he's American. So 
and we've been we've had a bit of a back and forth on uh, Instagram, a healthy back and forth, not a not a mean back and forth uh, on social media, which um, uh, people usually have nowadays. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for uh, hearing my sort of rambles and rants and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoy this podcast. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back. I am going to be back more often, and. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to find I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to find things to talk about other than football because it's fucking over for the next three months. Anyway, have a great have a great week. Have a great weekend. The um, enjoy the bank holiday. Enjoy big chunk the big juicy bad boy bank holiday. I'll shut up now. Uh, but thanks for listening. Take care. I love you all.